Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. In 2021, there were 154 armed robberies against letter carriers. In 2022, there were 412. So far in 2023... There have been 305 reported incidents against letter carriers. That is Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois in May of this year at a news conference about combating violence against postal employees. And just last night, an organization of current and retired local postal workers called for an end to these dangerous assaults. Crime against postal service employees is on the rise nationally. And here in Chicago, we are seeing similar activity. Neighbors, they tell us that they've heard of robberies around here, but this one, targeting a mail carrier, is different. Some of them know that mail carrier by name and now worry about his safety. So what is leading to this increase in armed robberies against these types of federal employees? And what can the Postal Service, as well as everyday citizens, do about it? I'm Jim Hankey, and this week we're addressing worker safety with the law enforcement arm of the United States Postal Service. Let's get looped in, Chicago. Perpetrators have targeted postal workers for multiple reasons. While there is a concern for checks sent through the mail being rewritten or, as called by law enforcement, washed, many incidents involve a robber stealing a master key from a postal worker, meant to open large amounts of personal boxes in apartment buildings, or neighborhoods with one main set of mailboxes at once. Or in some cases, those keys are being sold to others. To dive into what's happening and what's being done, I reached out to Spencer Block, who is a postal inspector and public information officer with the Chicago Division of the United States Postal Inspection Service. I asked about those roles before digging in to how we can all best try to look out for our neighborhood letter carriers. First of all, Postal Inspection Service, we're the federal law enforcement arm of the Postal Service, right? So there's the Postal Service that everyone knows and everyone sees on their street every day delivering mail or the clerks at the post office or the mail handlers at the plant. Postal inspectors are federal law enforcement. So we carry a badge and a gun. We conduct federal criminal investigations. Myself, I'm on a a workplace violence team, so we deal with threats and assaults. Um, I'm also a public information officer. So, you know, when we have, you know, a robbery, a a big crime that's in the media, I'm one of the the folks here in Chicago that puts together the reward posters, answers media inquiries, kind of keeps the public in the know and, and things to look out for. 
I'm not sure if calling it a rash is is the right terminology or, or what internally you're looking at it is, but has there been a focus on one particular side of town or neighborhood with these assaults and robberies, or is this fairly widespread across the city, do you feel? I wouldn't say one particular area of Chicago or, or one specific neighborhood is more prone than any other. You know, in the city of Chicago, especially over the last few years, we've continued to grow our relationship with Chicago police across all levels. You know, for example, back in May of this year, the inspection service conducted two weeks of what we called intensive operations uh, in the city, you know, with support of our local state and federal partners and along with CPD, who provided a huge role in this, we conducted a number of surveillance operations and arrests that benefited the safety of our employees and, and hopefully the trust of the postal customer. And, you know, and during that time, we participated in, I think, over 300 prevention activities. So what that consists of would be providing safety talks to local post offices, briefings to local law enforcement, both in the city of Chicago and out, so that a patrol officer may know some of the cues to look for while they're doing their job. And, and all of this was throughout the Chicagoland area. So I guess, you know, no, I, I wouldn't say it's more prone on one side of town or, or, or another. But mail crime doesn't cover just physical attacks on employees. For example, outside of the city, in nearby Orland Park, someone used a metal saw recently to cut into a corner mailbox right outside the post office, which led me to ask, what about the suburbs? The Chicago Division of the Inspection Service, we basically run all of the state of Illinois into St. Louis, Missouri, and the surrounding area, as well as all of Wisconsin. So even though we're the, you know, in-name Chicago division, that's our territory as well. We have seen it extend into the suburbs. You know, in the last month, you may have seen our reward posters and our, our Twitter activity related to some of these robberies. There was one in River Grove. We had one in Berwyn last week. But the inspection service, we have relationships with state police and local departments across Illinois and, and across the country. So whether it's Chicago division or any other division, we work very closely with our local state partners. You know, having that track record and, and cooperation is really an asset to us. Just looking at the research that, you know, for this particular episode, you know, a dozen postal workers were robbed at gunpoint across Chicago between just March and April, where if you limit that to about 30 days, that almost breaks down to about one every other day. How does this year look compared to 2022, 2021? maybe during the pandemic, et cetera. What is the pattern or uh, uptick that you're noticing? And, and when do you pinpoint this sort of starting? You know, it's, it's, it's hard to say, and this is obviously, again, anecdotal and, and, and my opinion, but the Postal Service and the Inspection Service are doing things behind the scenes to try and make it less desirable for male thieves and, 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 and violent criminals to uh, conduct this sort of criminal activity against the Postal Service and against its employees, against postal customers, you know, talking armed robberies and mail theft, and then, you know, any sort of follow-on financial fraud. It's possible that some of that uptick is a result of that, but it's also, you know, you mentioned the COVID pandemic, right? I mean, that was a challenging time for lots of people. And I think when they're people who have no other, you know, resort other than to commit crime, then that's what they do. And, you know, as a law enforcement agency, we have to evolve how we do our investigations, how we respond to things, the, the type of things that we need to focus on as criminals evolve, right? We have to keep up with them and address those issues in order to provide safety for our employees. I asked Spencer about what an assailant against a letter carrier 
hopes to accomplish because as armed robbery of a postal employee carries a federal sentence of up to 25 years in prison, this is a rather large risk for any would-be robber. These violent incidents, it's a means for criminals to commit financial crimes, plain and simple. What do you receive in the mail each month? You're receiving checks, credit cards, other important documents. And while the rates of crimes like identity theft as a result of mail theft are extremely low, especially considering the 160 million plus addresses the Postal Service delivers to each day, that doesn't stop criminals from trying. And when they do, we work with our law enforcement partners to investigate, locate, and apprehend those criminals. Um, but ultimately, it's not as though these armed robbers are, are trying to do this for fun. Uh, this isn't, you know, going to the movies on a Friday night. Clearly, there is some sort of financial motive for them to do it. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. One thing that we ask the public to do is when you're mailing checks, when you're mailing important documents, one extra layer of safety is, you know, and if, if you're concerned about it, is to, you know, walk it into your post office, drop it off in the collection box inside the post office. Maybe talk to the recipient of that check or important document and let them know, hey, I mailed it. If you don't get it within X amount of time, call me. With the amount of mail that goes through the Postal Service, that goes through our system and versus the amount that's stolen, those numbers are extremely, extremely low. And it's not to belittle you know, any victims of mail theft or anything like that whatsoever. Obviously, any item that's stolen from the mail is important and should be investigated. And that's why we're here. But what I wouldn't want people to think is that for some reason, the mail stream is not secure. When you look at the numbers on a large scale, uh, the amount of theft is extremely small. And I think the public should have every confidence in the Postal Service. When we return, are there links between these types of armed robberies and packages being stolen from porches around the city? And also, what can community leaders and citizens do to ensure the safety of their neighborhood letter carriers? I'll have more with Spencer Block after the break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You probably know the unofficial motto of the post office. Neither snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. But notice how it doesn't say anything in that statement about armed robberies or threats of violence. Branch 11 of the NALC, the National Association of Letter Carriers, represents over 4,800 letter carriers and retirees in Chicago, Evanston, Glenview, and other surrounding areas. And just last night, they held an event calling for an end to violence against their members, who have now begun to dread to come to work. Back with Spencer Block, I asked if he's seen any link between these dangerous assaults and quote-unquote porch pirates, those you might see on your doorbell camera stealing larger packages, sometimes in broad daylight. I think the link between folks committing these armed robberies or assaulting postal employees and these folks deemed porch pirates taking off, you know, a package off your off your porch or out of your mailbox. I think the person that's committing these armed robberies, 
would they also steal a package off your porch? Probably. If someone is is willing to you know commit such a heinous, violent act of literally putting someone's life in danger or causing physical harm to somebody in order to steal from them, chances are they would do something less dangerous as well, you know, to pluck mail out of, you know, your mailbox or steal a package off your doorstep. I think the folks that we're dealing with with these armed robberies are not those porch pirates. I think by and large, those porch pirates, generally speaking, are not the type to be committing armed robberies, and they're probably not as violent. But again, like I mentioned earlier, you know, every instance of mail theft or violent crime against a postal employee you know, we need to know about. And, you know, we have a 24-7 hotline. It's open every day of the year. It's a phone number I'm, I'm happy to give out. It's 877-876-2455. And that number is not just for postal employees. It's also for customers. If you have something stolen from the mail that you knew was coming, if you are a witness to a postal crime, if you want to make a report on anything, whether it's mail theft, mail fraud, violent crimes, what have you, uh, counterfeit stamps, whatever it may be, let us know about it because we have teams in place to deal with and investigate those things. And and really, the tips that we get, they're all from the public. So without calling us and letting us know about it, you know, it's really hard for us to investigate. What are local older persons doing in your eyes? You know, leaders attempting to address this issue in their neighborhoods. Have you been working with them? in order to prevent a lot of these crimes? Or what has the reaction been from community leaders in these neighborhoods where this is happening? As a federal law enforcement agency, I, I think everybody looks at us at the local, state, and federal level and says, inspection service, you know, what are you guys doing? Uh, postal service, what are you guys doing? Since the start of you know, the COVID-19 pandemic several years ago, I think it's safe to say that more attention was given nationwide to the Postal Service because of the critical role it played in keeping people and businesses connected at a time when, let's face it, much of our country was shut down. During that time, and it's nothing earth shattering here, but I think more and more people came to rely on mail and package delivery. And I bring that up because now, despite being out of COVID era lockdowns, even though we saw you know e-commerce levels rising pre-pandemic, those levels continue to become more and more prevalent, and the Postal Service plays a huge role in delivering those packages to the American people. So as a result of that, you know, yes, we, we have seen elected leaders across all levels of government asking the inspection service what can be done. One meeting that comes to mind occurred back in May of this year where, you know, the inspection service leadership here in Chicago, our inspector in charge, along with Chicago police and other critical stakeholders, uh, we met with Congressman Danny Davis in his office to talk about that very issue of keeping employees safe. Another example, you know, uh, I was on the phone providing an update to a Chicago alderwoman the very same night last week when our letter carrier was shot. She came to the scene, uh, wanted you know to know what was being done, wanted updates, and I called her later that night once we had a minute. So, you know, it's 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 an issue for everybody across the board here. I'm out in the burbs, and my family knows our letter carrier by first name. He's Josh, and our four-year-old says hi each time he delivers our mail. Ideally, we're friendly with our neighborhood postal worker, and we should watch out for each other. So I asked Spencer what efforts are being made internally to ensure letter carrier safety in all jurisdictions. The main tenant of our agency's mission, right, is it's to support and protect the Postal Service and its employees, infrastructure, and customers. And we take this responsibility very seriously. 
here in the Chicago division, we've devoted additional personnel and resources to responding to and investigating violent crimes against postal employees in order to better combat these violent criminals. So part of what postal inspectors do, apart from you know our everyday investigations, is provide safety talks to local post offices, advising them basically on what to look out for, the importance of staying vigilant while conducting their duties, uh, what to do in the event they find themselves in a dangerous situation. Um, and then, you know, in addition to that, you know, we continue, like I said, to further our criminal investigations. We work with fellow law enforcement partners, sharing intelligence and manpower to, you know, hopefully bring these criminals to justice. As for the Postal Service, about three months ago, there was a joint, uh, there was a press release by the USPS, uh, by the US Postal Service about project safe delivery. And it's something that everyone can Google and look up. But basically, you know, it's initiative focused on reducing letter carrier robberies and mail theft, preventing fraud through the mail, among other things. And again, a big part of that initiative is to make it harder for criminals to use the mail to commit crime by increasing, you know, physical security measures and advancing some of the technology the Postal Service utilizes. But ultimately, the biggest thing comes down to this, and it's it's no different whether you're you know a letter carrier on the street or you're you know John Doe shopping at a at a mall or a food store. We all have to be vigilant, keep an eye on our surroundings. If something doesn't seem right or seems off, or you you see something as a threat, then then move to somewhere uh, that's safe, and and notify law enforcement if you feel like you need to do that. Uh, for postal employees. You know, that's why the inspection service is here. You know, we routinely give out our hotline number in a lot of stations in the city. Our 877 number is listed on the time clock so everyone can put it in their phone. This is why we're here. Uh, so those are some of the things that we're trying to do. Absolutely. And to wrap up, you know, what can citizens do to best look out for and, and protect their neighborhood mail carriers? We get this question a lot. Thankfully, we have a lot of folks in our communities throughout the city and through the Chicagoland area that ask that question, what, what can I do to help? And just as we would hope our neighbors would keep an eye out for each other where we live, we ask the public to keep an eye out for their letter carriers in the same way. Letter carriers play a really important role in our communities. They facilitate commerce and communication across the country. So we need them and the critical service they provide. Having said that, and I, I know I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but the public should also call our inspection service hotline. Uh, it's there for a reason. We always have a duty inspector on call after hours. Go to our website, uspis.gov. Learn about some of the ways that you know criminals are are trying to take advantage of the public, so that they're more aware of what's going on. You know, if you're sitting in your living room and the letter carrier happens to be delivering, and you see something that's off, and you feel like they're in a you know, a dangerous position or in physical danger, call 911. If it turns out to be nothing, great. Uh, if it turns out to be something, you know, you may have saved that person's life or saved them, you know, a, a traumatic experience. So, you know, we just ask people to keep their eyes open. If you see something, say something. USPIS.gov is where you can go for more information on the agency. Press releases on high visibility investigations and potential reward money are found on the agency's Twitter account, that's at USPIS underscore CHI. And again, the number for any tips or reports of mail theft, fraud, or other safety concerns is 877-876-2455. This episode of Looped in Chicago was hosted by me, Jim Hankey, and edited by myself and Lizzie Baumgartner. 
Be sure to subscribe to the show on the Odyssey app or wherever you listen, and follow us on social media at WBBM Podcasts. We'll keep you looped in again right here next week. See you then. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.